Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. And welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from Jillian on our Facebook group. She says, I'd love a Disney episode. If you've been, if you are Disney people who go frequently, or are you a one and done type, or that's a hard no type. So as a lot of people who listen to the podcast know, my family and I went to Disney World for our one and done trip this week, this past week. And so I thought I'd give a little insight this week into Disney vacation. The headline is, we had a fantastic trip. It was amazing. We had been planning to go in January when it was less crowded, but then it seemed really complicated to pull our kids out of school and Omicron was going. And so we decided to postpone to our kids' winter break week. And we checked some crowd calendars that suggested that the crowds would be bad, but not too bad. And let me tell you, crowd calendars are not always correct because it was packed. Uber drivers, shuttle drivers, they were all telling us this is about as crowded as they've seen it. They had also recently dropped the mask mandate. So apparently people were kind of pouring in after that. So I would suggest first and foremost, if you can, to go at a less crowded time. But I think it can be harder and harder at Disney World these days to find an actually not crowded time. And so here's a few tips that we figured out. Unfortunately, the biggest tip that I have for Disney World is put a whole bunch of money away because Disney World is the ultimate place where the more you spend, the better your experience is. And I will say that my experience is also that there is kind of an upcharge for everything. So as soon as you think you're done spending money at Disney World, you're like, oh no, we've only just begun spending money at Disney World. We stayed at the Boardwalk Hotel, which is on the little boardwalk. It's near the Swan and the Dolphin and the Beach Club if you know Disney World at all. The nice thing about that is that there was a boat that took us to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And I liked that a lot more than dealing with the shuttle bus that took us to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. We got a five-day park hopper pass so that we were able to go to every single park. Now, we had been planning this trip for two years because we canceled it from 2020 because of COVID. And so my kids who were at the time going to be like a 11, 10, and 
seven, eight, we're now 13, 12, and nine. And I was a little bit worried that we might have missed our window, but my boys are huge Star Wars fans. And I will tell you that the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge land at Disney World was like made for them. It was heaven. They loved everything about it. It's incredibly immersive and cool. The thing they liked most is there's a little area where like stormtroopers and Kylo Ren come out of I mean, my kids will yell at me if I get this wrong. I believe an X-wing is what they come out of. And you can kind of taunt them and interact with them. The biggest thing that we did that saved time is that we got the Genie Pass and the Lightning Lane Pass. And we did that after working with a Disney travel agent who suggested them. I told my husband, who's kind of a techie and loves to be on his phone, that it was his job to figure out how to do the apps, which he did really well. But it does mean they only turn on at 7 a.m. So we were up every day at 630 in the morning. Like, I will give you an oldie locks alert. Back in my day. Like you used to call into radio stations or Ticketmaster to try to get tickets. It was like that. I mean, you have to be up early in the morning with your finger poised over the button. But using that system, the Genie Plus and the Lightning Lanes, we were able to really plan out our day and get on a bunch of the really desired rides. Some of the rides like Rise of the Resistance that is super popular, we couldn't get on. So what we would do is we would wake up at 630 in the morning and then we would be on the boat at seven. It opens at eight. We were able to get in early because we were staying in a Disney property. And then we would run to the most popular ride first thing and we would be on that ride. So that's how we did Rise of the Resistance. We went first thing in the morning and we pretty much walked on. The lines are so long that it's like 20 minutes, even if you're just walking through the line. And so we put that together. The other thing that we still built in is almost every day we came home. It was warm. It was about 85 degrees most of the days that we were there. We built in a break every day from about one to four so that we could come home, we could relax, and then we could go back into the park at night. We only made it one night that we stayed late enough to see the fireworks. The app also lets you do like food pickups. So even at the most crowded time of the year, we were able to ride all the rides we wanted to ride, and we were able to eat pretty comfortably every day. And our travel agent also helped make some reservations, which was good. I had gotten in with the idea of like, I don't want to make a lot of plans in advance because I didn't want to be stuck to a schedule if we were enjoying something else. Looking back, that was a little bit of a mistake. I think we should have planned our meals because by the time we got there, a lot of stuff was full and there was stuff we weren't able to do. The biggest thing I'll say about Disney World is that it is super fun, but it is not that much of a vacation when you're the parent. I mean, we had a ball, but we were up, as I said, 6.30 every morning. We walked, my husband kept track on his Apple Watch, 32 miles in five days. So it was a ton of walking. If you have a little one, please get a stroller, even if they're five years old, because the walking can be really overwhelming. And and we definitely approached it as we're going to go once. And I have to say, we had such a good time that we're already kind of thinking about going again at some point. But for us, the approach of like, we're going to do this once, we're going to spend a whole bunch of cash, we're going to try to do everything was a pretty smart approach. And then we also talked to the kids before we went about expectations around buying stuff so that everybody could pick one thing that they really wanted so that we weren't on top of spending all the money on hotel, 
tickets, food, and everything else. We weren't then at every store, like, can I have this t-shirt? Can I have this water bottle? Let me tell you, it didn't work perfectly. We still spent more money than we were planning to, but... I'm going to give a huge thumbs up to our Disney World vacation. I'll put some pictures of our trip as the show art for this, and I'll put a link to the hotel that we stayed in. We're not sponsored by Disney World. None of this is sponsored. But because we've been having a lot of talks about Disney on the page, I thought it would be fun to tell you a little bit about our trip. And for those of you on the Facebook group who were like, it's a hard pass on Disney. There are too many. Crystal said, hard no here. It's two people there gives me heart palpitations just thinking about it. I see you too. I can definitely understand that point of view, but we had an amazing time. Friends, I hope that helps. And if you have a question for myself or Amy, you can ask them on our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash what fresh hellcast, or you can always send them to questions at what fresh And you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. 
You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.